Welcome to The Opener. Every weekday morning, we'll start off your day with a quick look at stats, trends, and trivia around the game of baseball. I'm Jeff Sackman, and it's Wednesday, March 31st. Each day, we select three numbers to highlight the latest news in the sport, and today those numbers are 7%, 117.3, and 22.5. Our first number is 7%, the modest likelihood that this year's World Series champion comes from the NL Central, per 538's ELO-based forecast. Somewhat surprisingly, 100,000 simulations of the MLB season give the NL Central four teams with 500 or better records, but none above the Brewers at 85 wins. Milwaukee's resulting 3% chance of ending the season on top leaves them behind eight other teams, even with their better than 1 in 3 shot at winning the division. The World Series champs are more likely to come from Southern California, of course, with the Dodgers as the presumptive favorite with a 25% probability, and the Padres in third at 9%. The most remarkable thing about the forecast is not that Los Angeles is on top, but that they are so far ahead of the pack. Their team rating of 1599 is much higher above average than rebuilders like the Pirates and Orioles are below the mean. Still, 538 also recently published an explainer about how the short 2020 season makes predictions more difficult. If you're outside of SoCal or New York, you can at least cling to the knowledge that forecasting is hard. Our second number is 117.3 miles per hour, the average exit velocity of the Padres' Joshua Mears' batted balls this spring. The good news is that he's first in that category for all of MLB. The less good news is that it's a sample size of one, reflecting the only hit notched by Mears this spring, a home run against the Rockies' Carlos Estevez back on March 10th. Since then, Mears has crowned himself as the Cactus League's king of the two, not three, true outcomes, as over the course of 12 plate appearances, he struck out 10 times and failed to walk even once. Ranked as the number 10 San Diego farmhand heading into this season by MLB.com, prospect mavens have long ogled over Mears' athleticism and physical prowess, but with a professional resume that spans less than 200 plate appearances in rookie ball, 59 of which were strikeouts, it's understandable that the 20-year-old is a bit out of his depth. No matter what the coming minor league campaign brings for the the outfielder, he'll always have that one laser beam of a home run. Today's third and final number is 22.5 acres, the planned size of the Orioles' new development academy in the Dominican Republic. Announced last week, the facility will have a number of modern amenities in addition to the usual practice fields, including classrooms and computer labs, an agility and strength complex, and housing for nearly 100 players and coaches. The O's announcement represents a marked departure from Baltimore's previous front office regime, which led Baseball America to conclude in 2017 that Orioles' ownership simply does not give the team's scouts adequate resources to be able to do their jobs. Baltimore's current GM, Mike Elias, puts the new complex in the works shortly after he was hired and required a significant multi-million dollar investment from the team's partnership group. With half of this coming season's top 10 projected leaders in OPS having originally signed as international free agents, it seems that this newfound commitment could not come at a better time for an organization that could use an infusion of talent, no matter where it comes from. That's it for today's episode of The Opener. Please let us know what you think about the show on Twitter at Opener Podcast and help others find the show by leaving a review on iTunes. You can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher, and you can always find the latest episode at OpenerPodcast.com. Thanks for listening.